You know, as bold as many of us want to feel like we are in terms of our identity and being comfortable as Muslim women, identifying ourselves as Muslim women and standing up for what we believe in, um, it doesn't really play out so easily in everyday life, right? Our family has their own ways of doing things and their own opinion, especially in the way that they want us to live our lives and our friends and society as such. So I love when I hear women that are just taking a stand and saying, hey, listen, this is who I am. I'm totally comfortable with it. And in fact, this is even better than what you're suggesting to me because it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today we're going to talk to a bold woman who is not only just doing well, but she is thriving, thriving against all odds, against what her family wants for her, against her society, but she's doing it in alignment with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. It's kind of this version that we don't see so often, and I love it, and it's super inspirational, especially in a time when the world is kind of in a bit of chaos. Let's look at this positive, positive example and see how Saida and her story um, can inspire us on how we can live even better. Assalamualaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. I'm super excited to bring another amazing sister today. We've been telling the stories, the success stories of so many sisters. And I think with so many crazy things going out in the world, you, you hear so many negative things. It's really nice to hear when women are actually doing well. So I want to talk to you about a sister and bring her on, Sister uh, Saida. She's actually a um, community leader. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. She does a lot of community work with women um, based in New York City and she actually um, does her own classes in Halakha by herself but um, we've worked together in different ways and she joined us for our program for a Muslim marriage course program and she is here to talk to you because she is a woman who is a non-practicing Muslim and she ended up um, coming into the fold of Islam and kind of learning how just even recently through this whole process just how to um, gain her trust and um, relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to a point where she was able to um, go about finding a spouse by the sunnah and, and following this manner. And I really, really appreciate that she's here today with us because these topics are really hard to talk about. But the women who are brave enough to do it and care enough about other women, I really, really love and respect that. And just in case you're curious, because I know we always look for these things, Saida's family is um, actually from, um, she's half from Montenegro and Kosovo, and she was raised in the US. And she kind of comes from a mixed traditional and modern upbringing, which I think is super unique and very interesting. So can't wait to talk to her. Welcome to the show, Saida. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for having me. No, oh, no, no worries. And alhamdulillah. So we're going to go right into all these questions because I love to hear your guys' stories. So I'm really curious. Um, just kind of sum it up for us. If you could tell us your story and more specifically kind of paint a picture for us of before you joined us, before you got into the program um, and founding a spouse, like what was your family's position and like how you should be getting married? Because this is a main sticker for a lot of women is like my family is telling me to do this. This is the right thing. And this is what I've been taught. And then this is what Islam says, and I'm now realizing they're not aligned. So talk to us about a paint a picture about your family and culture and finding a spouse. Well, yeah, so my dad's from Montenegro. My mother is from uh, Kosovo. So I'm half Montenegro and half Albanian. Mm -hmm. So it all used to be one country, Yugoslavia. So it's like more traditional culture. Like we only marry our own kind, like typical um, yeah. most cultural, culturals. And 
Um, so with that, like at a certain age, you have to be married. If you're not married, they think something's wrong with you. Like you have a disease yeah. or something. Like, oh, I wonder what's her problem. So like, and now, and now I'm like, I'm 31. So like for me growing up, I was always closed off just because I was always prejudged just by like my, my family status. So like, cause my mom married outside or remarried outside her race. So for me personally, like to be completely honest, I was always closed off to like the idea because I always felt prejudged and I, not even, I felt like I was always judged by my status, my family status or like worldly status. You mean like the fact that she did something else, like people would judge your family? Yeah, she, yeah like she married, she, she, brought, she basically went against like cultural norms. Yeah. So like a lot of people are not okay with that. So they think they have this out perspective of you as a person. So like for like, I'm just being honest, like I was always like that. I just numbed myself to finding a spouse and like, yeah. I just was like looking to better myself just because when I come, I do come from divorced parents and like, I obviously it's that initial fear. Like you don't want to repeat the cycle. So yeah. I was just like mm -hmm. always like that internal work, working on myself. But then like, I did kind of close off to the idea. Like I said, I numbed myself to it. So I was just like, I just got to focus on me, 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 me. But then it's bad too. Did they actually tell you like how they expected you to find them? Like when they knew it was the right time and they found like, okay, so we want you to find one now. Like, did they suggest to you like, or what was your impression of like how you should go about it from your family and how they do things? I mean, my dad's been telling me to get married since I was like 13. <laughs> <laughs> Like you have to get married, like, and I know I, I like I understood as I got older, because I'm telling you, I've been hearing that since I was 13, but it was more in a negative sense just because of people's judge, like assumption again, mm -hmm. on like the family status. So like, that was always just like one year out the other. I was like, all right. I mean, obviously everyone has like everyone wants to get married, have kids, every all that stuff. That's great, but like just by being always judged by because of cultural. Yeah. Like, I was always closed off because of that. Mm -hmm. So, like, very, um, like, oh, we're introduce you to someone. Like, like, I wasn't the one to, like, reach out to someone. Like, it was usually, if any, like, that topic came up. It's either you have to get married. By the time you get a certain age, no one's going to want to marry you. You're going to be old. Uh, so on and so forth. Like, there's an expiration date on marriage. <laughs> Yeah. So, so that was like kind of off-putting to you and it made you like like I'm just gonna like be numb to it not think about it like push it to the side type of thing yeah pretty much like I don't want to hear this and then like the worst part of it was like both like from my dad's side of the family like they like obviously they mean well it's just like if let's say they have a potential spouse for you it's either like you have no option like you can't say no like mm -hmm. they say oh yeah if you want but if it's it's, it's like this like on the sidelines like this is gonna happen like there's no saying no like they'll keep pushing you and that's why I was just like I'm not gonna even say anything I'm just shutting yeah, down no, completely no. because yeah. there's just you know yeah. like set in their ways mm -hmm. whether they realize it or not it's but they just like didn't accept the fact like if there was no you know common interest or you did get it like compatibility like you can walk away from each other yeah so it was always like oh like like that's how they came off and that's how yeah. I took it in so it was a bit so, off-putting, but what, what do you think just uh, is the most frustrating thing about, like, finding a spouse? Like, the thing, was that the main thing that put you up with them? Or was there anything else about the process itself? Like, about, like, actually going outside of your family and dealing with finding a spouse? Was there anything about that that was frustrating for you or difficult? 
the frustrating part would be i would say like the communication aspect of all of this like being open to it like you know having that conversation with the potential person with your family with that person's family and just not like you know no like uh, the, in terms of the approach like what's what's allowed what's not allowed the conversations can we conversate like like civilized people so like so, it's something that in, that's always in the back of your mind when you're going to look for a spouse like there's going to be some kind of a problem here and maybe yeah, you have divorced parents so you like okay that makes that makes complete sense i think and basically you're like okay this is what they taught me i have this courage to say you know what i i started to get this relationship with the law going and i want to do what a law wants not what they want what drew you to the actual course to actually be like okay so i'm gonna take this step to actually like learn because a lot of people don't actually know how to get married by this sooner. They think it's like, I got to date and do online stuff or like figure it out myself or I have to have an arranged marriage. Like these, these are the two options. Like there's no middle ground, which is clear. There's a much easier way, guys, just, you know, and that's what Saida is talking about doing. So um, what drew you to the course and this whole, and this whole uh, process of, of like seeking the way to I mean, I mean, Alhamdulillah, the course was amazing. It like really helped me be more present, like, I always felt it was wrong, the approaches that I was put in or that I was trying to take. Like, I always felt like this wasn't right. Hmm. So when I saw, when I saw the, like, the content and everything, I was like, this is definitely how it should be. So when you, once you have, like, that clarity, that connection, and, like, you know, you have, you built your own sense of identity. Yeah. You could really hold your ground, like, like, go against, like, cultural norms. Like, like in my family, you know, we're we're a perfect, we're old, we're none of us are not like perfect. We're all striving, but like in my family, like my my sister and I were the only ones covered. Wow. So like I already like like spawn like I already had that you know that back that like that background of mm -hmm. doing something that's not normally done within the like with the family or within like the community. But may Allah reward you because you're starting a, a new generation of like doing things the better way. And you don't realize that like your kids, their kids, their kids, subhanAllah, you're shifting. May Allah reward you. That's something even outside yeah. of yourself that is a da'wah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so I would say like internally, it was definitely like, you know, having a better sense of identity, like who I am, like what's my relationship with the law? Like, like, am I really not, am I ready? Am I not ready? Or am I just, you know, being closed off? You don't want to like, you don't want to give someone a gift, so to say, and then they open it, it's empty. Like, mm -hmm. like I wouldn't want that done to me. So like, I wouldn't want to do that to anyone else. And it's not like putting yourself down or anything, it's just being realistic. Am I that person I'm searching for? Then for the external is like learning how to have those conversations, you know, how to select the spouse, what to look for, what's the characteristics. Because we, you know, we learn this stuff, but it's very like, on the surface it's not yeah. like going a little deeper it's like really because it's not only just this life it's also the next life as well like so yeah. it's like a, it's a big decision that impacts you yourself everyone around even at in society like families like communities thrive off of families yeah. so you know like as i got older i realized the importance of it yeah. and then like, i also like the fact in one of them where you said like the conversations between like cult like in cultures and all that stuff like you know to ask Allah to soften their hearts and to like you know guide your speech mm -hmm. like once you have that when once you start with that I feel like that sets the tone that like oh, okay this is doable it's just I have to be mature enough I have to know how to approach the situation and you know 
have like that courage so to say like not feel awkward because it's always like knowing your parents like oh this is an awkward conversation yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like i want to break the cycle like i want to find a better way of living find a better way you know tomorrow when i have my own family so like small like that's literally what brought me to like my niece to fix my relationship with with a lot like like a lot brings you puts you through a process and then when you know it's right like it's just you have that clarity and that sense of direction yeah so i I feel like that's yeah, that, and that's so encouraging to women. If you're going through something hard, maybe Allah needs to put you through something because he needs you to go a different route. He needs you to like do better. And sometimes we, if we don't stop and reflect on that, we'll miss that that gift that that he actually gives us in that difficult time. So like things like this to change and do so much better. SubhanAllah. And then, yeah, I don't want to take your time that much either, but I wanted to ask you one more thing because I think it's important for women to understand that when you get information, transformation comes. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the first things he revealed to the prophet, peace be upon him, was iqra. And I remember, I remember even when I went to college, like I went and I have two masters and, you know, don't get me wrong. I learned a lot from college and I'm, I'm not advocating not going to college. But what I want to say is when you put in attention, like I want to learn something and then you pick up a book or you, you go to a class or whatever, you're under instruction, and you actually want to learn it you can seriously change your life and transform. And I think what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the messages in that is like, you can just, if you have an intention and you go to Allah and you ask for his help, and then you can actually transform through this new information that you bring in. And so you actually went through a bit of that in terms of like, okay, this is what my family taught me. I was always wondering what was right or not. Like, what is Islamic? What's allowed? What's not allowed? Like, what should I ask? What should I do? What should not? Like all these questions are kind of like gray for a lot of women until they've heard like, this is what it is. Jazakumullah mm. khairan Saida for coming. And I want to let all the women know that don't go through this process alone. Be with other sisters who have gone through it themselves and have come out a better way on the other side. I'm so grateful for Saida and all the work that she does, um, not just in our course, but through the community. May Allah know to reward you. And I'm so happy. Maybe we'll have you on again in Shala Business Island. For having me, and may Allah give you success. The course, like I, I can't give it justice. Like just go in it with an open mind, open heart, and of course your Nia, because you will. Like for me, my personal experience, I'm I was a person who was very closed off, and now I'm having an interview with you. Like and now I'm more open to having it and being confident in the process. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Jazakumullah khairan. May Allah, may Allah reward you even for having that openness. That comes from you and from your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. All right, ladies, we will meet you back again um, the next podcast. But thank you for listening. And again, we have all the links below in the notes. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.